0: And welcome to episode one of The Best Season is Now with me, your host, Mike Buckman. Network Outdoors is proud to present a new podcast we're, we're throwing and it comes, the name comes on the back of a question that's asked, you know, when's your favorite season? And the answer to that is usually whatever that season is when that question is asked. So the name, The Best Season is Now. If you ask me this time of the year now, my my season, what's my favorite time of the year it's it's now it's trapping and wrapping up deer season late season deer hunting is one of my all-time favorite times to be in the woods for deer uh, they're uh, they're geared in toward food a little bit easier to to know where they're going to be just a matter of being there when they're there and then as january kicks in here in maryland on the eastern shore that also opens up the trapping season so if you ask me that question now my favorite season is trapping and deer hunting. but come to me in April and ask me what my favorite season is. I'm going to tell you it's trout season and, and chasing spring turkeys. So we are excited to launch this podcast and as the seasons progress and as we go through, we're, we're kicking it off here in the new year, January. So as the year progresses, we'll be going through different types of strategies and uh, tips and, and mistakes that I've made that hopefully some of you guys can learn from and not make the same mistakes and uh, be successful in your ventures, whatever it is that you're doing. So as the year progresses, the things and the topics that we talk about will change with the seasons. And as I say, hopefully you guys are able to get something from it and learn from what we do here. Uh, the Eastern Shore is, is a mecca for the outdoors. We have a phenomenal flyway for birds. So we have uh, big ducks, small ducks in the early season. We have Canadian geese, snow geese. And for the fish run, I mean we're right here on the ocean, so we can run out. We have just a vast variety of, of pretty much anything you want to chase and, and fish for. It's here to offer. We do have a couple of things that are also exclusive to the Eastern Shore, uh, at least for now. Anyway, as they as they move up and down the shore, they're migrating a little bit. But we have Sika uh, deer out here, which is which is primarily here on the Eastern Shore, in Maryland, Dorchester County, and. Up and down the eastern shore, more of just Maryland. It's Delaware, Pennsylvania has some too. Uh, is a, a fish called a snakehead. Snakeheads are an invasive species that were introduced here a couple years ago. Well, I guess it's been probably ten years or so now. But they have taken a stronghold here and are fish that breed uh, up to three times a year. And there is a a massive amount of them here now to be caught. And they are a ton of ton of fun to target and great table fare. Uh, quickly become one of my favorite freshwater fish to eat so uh, as the seasons progress we'll uh we'll be chasing some of them and we'll uh, we'll share some some recipes and things that we like to do with some of the things that we harvest and uh and catch so that's the schedule that's the plan for the year as we go and if uh, anybody has any insights or or anything that they would like us to talk about or or dig into uh, we're we're absolutely open to, to any suggestions so Make sure you reach out and, and let us know what you'd like to hear about. If you're here on the Eastern Shore, especially, um, as I said, you know I'm located here on the Eastern Shore, so a lot of what I do is here, uh, up and down the Eastern Shore. So, with that being the schedule, I wanted to uh, to dive into a little bit about why why I'm doing this, why I why I love the outdoors, and, and what promoted me to to do what I'm doing, and, and you know why we have Network Outdoors, and um, why we do what we do. There is a, a passion that I have for the outdoors that goes back to one of my earliest memories uh, in hunting uh, with my father. I was, I'm was i very fortunate to have been introduced to the sport of hunting at a very young age. Uh, and, you know, a lot of people don't have that luxury. My father was not one of them. He, he started hunting uh, much later in his life. And I think he told me he hunted. It was either six or seven years in deer hunting before he ever harvested his first deer. And I am... I am extremely happy that that was not the case for me. His resilience and determination to continue to hunt for six years before Parsons' first years is, is pretty impressive. Uh, but when I came along, fortunately, uh, he had he had learned a lot by then, and uh, we were able to to be successful pretty early in my career in the hunting career, and uh, it, it made for a lot more fun. But uh, one of my my earliest memories that I had with my dad, uh, we started small game hunting, uh, squirrel hunting, rabbit hunting. Was one of the things that that we did a ton together, and and I have some of my fondest memories of that, and you know, getting out squirrel hunting as a kid. I had a, a single shot twenty gauge that I uh, got for Christmas one year, and and that's what I that's what I chased gray tails with uh, all over out here. And I remember my first squirrel uh, was was something that just absolutely hooked me, and it was the first thing, first animal I ever harvested was a squirrel. I shot at a couple rabbits prior to that, didn't hit them, but uh, the first squirrel that I killed, uh, Dad and I went, and it was the first time that he was like, "All right, I'm going to sit here underneath this oak. You go, you go that way." Uh, so he he let me go off on my own and venture off on my own. And as it goes, uh, I'm I'm walking through the woods trying to find squirrels, and I finally see one, and, and you know I'm going to stalk up on this squirrel. Well, it, 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 if anybody squirrel hunts, it, it's not always the easiest thing to do, especially as a kid. Yeah, I'm thinking you're quiet, I'm sure I wasn't very quiet, but. I went into my full stalk mode and, and chasing this squirrel down, and I must have followed the squirrel for 40 or 50 yards as he bounced through the woods, going from tree to tree and just scurrying around. I could never get a shot. And finally, eventually, after following it for a while, it, it went up into, the, into this tree and stopped right at a V, right about head height from me, and it was only about 35 yards. So I cocked the hammer on my single-shot 20-gauge, put the bead on him, squeezed the trigger, and he, he did that hold-on-to-the-tree thing and and held on. I'm like, What well, did I get it? Did I not get it? And then bloop fell to the ground. And, you know, at that point I'm I'm hooting and hollering and, and my dad comes running. He's like, What what's the matter? What's wrong? I'm like, Nothing's wrong. I you know, I I got him, I got my first squirrel. So, you know, my dad asked me what happened and, and he entertained me and, and let me, you know, go through the whole process. Like we, we I told him he had to come back here, this is where I first saw it and we walked through the woods and you know, he, he let me relive the whole stalk of the squirrel with him like it was you know, the biggest deer that he had ever killed and his excitement level for, for me during that time, uh, was, was over the top. It was, it was awesome. And, you know, now being a father uh, of a son who, who enjoys hunting as much as I do, uh, I know what my dad experienced and it's a, it's a pretty awesome experience to, to go through. So we go through the story, I show him where I shot it, we walk up to it and pick up my first squirrel, you know, that, that's a story that, you know, that'll, that'll never, That'll never fade. Uh, that that memory is etched in stone uh, forever. I, I, it's it, it's something that you know. I hope that I'm able to be able to share with as many people as want to share, getting people involved into this sport and taking their first animal, uh, whether it is a squirrel, a rabbit, a deer, the first buck, uh, whatever that may be. To be a part of somebody's first experience in the outdoors is an adrenaline rush that that is one that. Uh, it's hard to top. As, as my hunting career moved through, I, I worked at a sporting goods store locally and I was very fortunate to, to be able to learn from some of the guys in this area that are, in my opinion, some of the best to ever do what it is they do, whether it was trapping, fishing, or hunting. A lot of these guys out here were woodsmen. They made their living uh, in the woods, whether it was trapping, running commercial nets for fishing, um, catching, snapping turtles for, for the local restaurants, there was a lot of guys that came in through the sporting goods store that I worked at that uh, were more than willing to allow a uh, a very inquisitive and question-asking young boy to to tag along with them and and always wanting to know the why behind everything that they did and they were extremely patient and always took the time to explain you know why they were doing what they were doing and as a result of that uh, I think I was able to to learn just a a ton at a very young age and in doing so i was able to be successful early in my hunting career and as well as fishing so anything you do when you're successful at it obviously it's more fun Um, you know nobody likes to do something and not be good at it or not accomplish the goal that you're setting out to do so since i was i was fortunate to, to have some good properties to hunt and and some great mentors to learn from being successful was something that it came almost—I don't want to say easy, because that's the wrong term—but it was—it was. I was doing much better than most others that were out there, uh, and, and a big part of that. Now I look back at it, you know, it was just due to time spent in the woods. I—I I was spending more time than most people in the woods, learning the woods, learning. You, you pick up on things and you see things, and you're not even—you don't even realize that you're doing it. Um, but when you put all that together and you start introducing other people to the sport, um, some of my friends when I was younger, they wanted to go hunting. So, you know, I, we would always take on My dad was always willing to, to let me bring a friend along with whatever, whatever we were doing, whether it was deer hunting, squirrel hunting, goose, duck, whatever it we was doing. He was always willing to allow me to bring a friend. And, um, you know, as we progressed and, and being there for for some of my friends, you know, first deer, their first buck, their biggest buck, uh, and, and just sharing in that excitement uh, was something that, that I, I absolutely relished and I, I loved it. And as I got older, I, I made it a point... I still work at the sporting goods store and you know those people that came in and had questions and were inquisitive about you know wanting to get into this into the sport um, those were the people that I loved talking to and yeah I was able to to take some people along with me on some of my properties that I had for their first hunts and to be able to to again experience that with people even people you don't know very well the the connection that you make by being there for for somebody's first time doing something like that is is awesome. Um, you know, I, I still remain in contact with a lot of those people that you know I was able to, to put on their their first deer, whether it was a doe or a buck, or, or get them out and, and catch their personal best fish of whatever species it was that we were targeting. And you know those race relationships and friendships are, are those that last uh, a lifetime. Um, you know we, we meet back up during certain times of the year when whenever that season is, and know they're here for whether it's going up in New York salmon fishing or they they make a trip down here for our deer season, a couple trips a year or trout season, whatever it is that they enjoy doing that we've done together for years. Uh, those are the relationships and friendships that, that have lasted, you know, for, for years upon years. And that is something that I want to be able to replicate as many times as possible. So through this, through this podcast, reaching out to, to people uh, in, in hopes that anybody interested and in looking to get into the outdoors, uh, whether it be fishing, hunting, trapping, you know, even boating, kayaking, hiking, whatever it is, you know, you know it's something we encourage to get out there, um, support the state parks, you know, get the permits, buy the license, and anybody that that's looking to to learn how to do things uh, and, and be successful. Hopefully, you know, early in the career, as I said, it's much more fun being successful uh, when you're when you're doing something, starting early, and, and being able to accomplish the goals you're trying to accomplish. Uh, it, it makes it much more enjoyable. And then as you go, you can hone in and, and, you know, start chasing maybe more mature deer or bigger deer uh, or, or, you know, whatever the target is you're going to, you know, going after whether it's deer or fish or what have you. But I think that if you're taught and shown in the right way, um, you know, it's, you're able to be successful much earlier in your, in your career doing what it is you're, you're, you're after. And that's something that, you know, we want to do and help promote and, I hope that through some of the stories that we share and you know some of the experiences that that we relive here and talk about the current things that we're doing and how we're doing what we're doing um, can help people to be more successful as they go and their whether it is hunting, fishing, what have you. So we'll also be looking forward to sharing some stories of people that are successful uh, as a result of you know what we're doing and what we're putting out there. So uh, or even first time people that are connecting on their first animal, their target animal, uh, love sharing their stories, love getting involved and, and finding out what they did and, and what, what they, what struggles they dealt with as they went through learning and, and then, you know, what ultimately they did that they felt like led to their success. Um, you know, I've, I've asked a lot of people that question uh, when you see a post for, for a deer, their first deer, what have you, you know, you reach out and ask about the story. And in most cases people are very eager to, to share their story and, you know, you ask some questions, so what do you think you did, you know, different this time to make that hunt a success? And, you know, a, a lot of times it's funny, sometimes the answer is, uh, I don't know, it's just luck. Uh, but uh, I, I'm one that, uh, that, that believes there is a little bit of luck, but most things, uh, you did something right, you did something different. Uh, maybe you didn't even realize it, maybe you went out when the winds were different, you didn't even know it. But um, some things, you know, people don't pay attention to all the details. And uh, when you start paying attention to the, to the smaller details of things, you're able to break down as, okay, what I did right, and what I did wrong, learn from what you're not doing and ultimately, hopefully be more successful as you move forward, learning from your mistakes. Um, that is one thing that I know I did, um, even though I was, I was shown a lot of, a lot of ways by some great mentors. I went out and, and tried things on my own and I failed relentlessly for a long time. Uh, but the key word of being relentless, never giving up. And uh, you know, as long as you stay at it, you can be successful at it. And, we hope to be able to share some tips and tricks as we go, and and as I say, some of the mistakes that we made, some of the things that we did that ultimately cost us either an opportunity at a deer or or not catching that fish. Uh, that maybe you guys can avoid as we go on. So we uh, thank you for joining for the first episode, and we look forward to dropping episodes every tuesday they will drop so stay tuned and uh, be sure to hit the reminder button make sure you're on the lookout for the next episode as we go Uh, thanks for joining the introduction episode here and we look forward to hearing from you guys again on best season is now